Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Good morning, Sylvia. Don't call me a hoe. <laughs> good morning. Uh, how are you guys? Good, good. Yeah, doing good. Doing good. All how right, are you? Happy Sunday. Own so it. welcome to our listeners. Welcome to Shopping for Tea. Welcome. Yes. Welcome. Where you can't get the kind of information anywhere else. Oh, you cannot. Get Uh I did have some feedback from some listeners again this Uh-oh. weekend. Uh-oh. Uh, I mean, yay! Oh, people love us. People really like us. The feedback was mostly on sound quality again. And I did listen to our last episode, the James Taylor that just went out. And... Um, I think I fidgeted a lot that day. Like, I could hear all this noise and, and papers rustling. And uh, you'll probably hear pencils and stuff like that. So it might have been me that was uh, noisy. I did have to cut out quite a bit because there was, you know, some of us went robotic sometimes and things like that. So there's definitely sound issues still. Yeah, we're working it out. We are. We're working it out. Once we hire our sound engineer, when, right. you know, the... the um, we got to meet a salary requirement that we can't quite meet yet. So, right. Right. Uh, yeah. We'll get it all worked out. We'll get it. We'll, <laughs> we'll get there one day, you know, even though this is episode, I think 20 or 21 18 or 20. 18, 20. Wow. <laughs> Who's keeping track? When we get to but 25, are we going to have a big, like, ah, we've got 25 episodes. <laughs> we're going to have I a, think we should do something. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to have to have a best of episode to catch our new listeners up to our past episodes. Oh my God. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> Especially, um, you know, cause we are going to, um, kind of take a break right over the summer or before the school year or something. We'll take a break and maybe we can drop an episode like that. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, I figured we'd take a break when the school year started. So, you know, because everything is extre- busy, extremely, yeah. extremely busy during those yeah. first, first couple of weeks. So I figured that'd be a good time for us to take a break. But the first yeah, thing I do, great. the first thing I do have us uh, for us to talk about is a show that does not take a break. I figure we just I think we just finished Survivor, and now we're going right into Jonathan, a new one. Wasn't it, what is it? Yes, what is Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah. It was the one where Marianne yeah. won it. Where Marianne uh, won. Yes, I that, saw that. And we're going into 21st. a new one. Yes. Already. Already. Yeah, well, don't they, haven't they always done two a year? Well, I mean, I feel like this is three a year. I don't know. I, I feel like they had two pretty much back to back. Almost. And, and they did say, yeah, they did say, like, because the contestants on the second one that we just saw, the one with Jonathan, didn't know some of the things that were going to happen because they hadn't, they kind of dropped them both at the same time because of COVID. So they were released really close to one another. So it seems like we just had to because we kind of right. just did. Right. So, but I'm not mad. I'll take another one in September. I'm ready. So let me just go ahead and read the actual uh, announcement that I have here because it's kind of interesting because Survivor did change its format because of COVID and they're actually keeping that change going even though COVID restrictions have definitely let up. One of the big restrictions is that now they film every uh, season in Fiji and they used to go to different islands all over the place. Really? Um, I didn't know that. And, yeah. and what's the reason for that? I guess Fiji ha- is the only place they could film during COVID. 
Like nobody else. They, they must not... not have asked Florida because Florida would have opened it up. <laughs> well, it's also like, hey, we're filming Survivor in Key West. That would that would not be the same, I don't think. Yeah, no, I know. It would be terrible. But anyways, um, you know, like, I hadn't even noticed they stayed in Fiji. Yeah, mm. so it's been in Fiji for quite a while now. So it says CBS has announced its upcoming fall schedule, which includes the premiere of Survivor 43, which will premiere wow. on, I know, I know on, <laughs> on Wednesday, September 21st at 8 o'clock p.m. with a two-hour episode. Interestingly enough, the second episode will actually be a 90-minute special as well. Uh, Survivor 43 wrapped its filming in Fiji uh, in May of 2022, so it literally just finished filming. And will will once again feature 18 castaways battling it out for $1 million uh, and the title of Soul Survivor. As with seasons 41 and 42, this season will not have a theme or a location title, it will simply be referred to as Survivor 43, and it will last for 26 days. The shortened length was originally due to COVID and the mandatory 14-day quarantine eating into the production schedule. However, mm. despite no longer needing to do the 14-day quarantine, production has decided to stick with the 26-day format and on-location reunion. Oh. So, Okay. I did, I did find all that out. Isn't that interesting? Did they do an on-location reunion for the last season? The last two. Oh. Yes, and no, I, I didn't know that that was why they did that. Yeah. Um, so the reunion, hmm, I'm wondering, was the reunion, like when you looked at the people, when you see the reunion in LA, they look so different. They're all dressed up and everything. Right, right. Because did that did... happen? Were they no. able to, or were they their scrubby selves? Because I didn't see the reunion. No, for the last two, the reunion was right there. It was, you know, they told the, they counted the votes right there on the island during tribal while everybody was still Okay, looking, yep, looking, you're right, they did. Looking, looking really star. right. Yep. And then all of a sudden <laughs> they took a break and they brought in cameras and all that stuff and they did the reunion right there. Yeah. Wow, really? Uh, yeah. So you, you're right, Kevin and Brian, I don't know who said it, but they do two a year and they're on like season 43. So they're yeah. doing two a year. Wow. I've been watching that show for 20 years. I know. It's, <laughs> and it's, it's the show that does not stop. And they also did confirm the premiere for season 34 of The Amazing Race, which will air immediately following Survivor and Big Brother season 24. Okay, you can keep Big Brother in a somewhere else. I don't care about that show at all. Um, oh. Amazing Race, I watched pretty regularly. I haven't watched it in a few seasons. Gary doesn't really like it. Amazing so. Race is, is amazing. It's I love that show. I it's do so like much it. fun. Yeah. I that was my go-to before because I never watched Survivor from the beginning. But Amazing Race was my go-to. But boy, Big Brother's a commitment. It's on like three or four nights oh. a week. It's like two two and a half hours. Like I, I, yeah. just, I don't have time for that. No, and it's, it's just really bad behavior. It's literally on. It's I I feel like in the beginning of that show, I think it's on like four days a week or something like that for. <laughs> And some of them are two hours, some of them are one hour, some of them are Oh, forget minutes. it. Nobody has I'm that like, kind of time. Well, nobody. somebody does because it's on every year, every summer we have and to it, hear about it. And it gets renewed. I like I like Celebrity Big Brother because it's not so much of a commitment and it's quick. It's not like a full season of Big Brother. And be honest, are they really celebrities? Not, not, not any. In not their own minds they are. <laughs> right. Most of these people I've never heard of. So. Uh, 
So maybe I'll make um, the Amazing Race part of my, you know, fall watching, and then that can be something we can discuss every well, week. It's right after Survivor, so. Oh, if you think there's any way this girl on a school night's going to stay up that late and watch that stuff, you're crazy. <laughs> I know, no. I, I will watch it sometime before the next recording. I know. When every week I'll get it in there somehow. Seriously, so I I want to touch on something real quick before we get to the next talking point, which is monkeypox. And uh, Sylvia, you're going to take it from there. But um, I don't know if you guys also read this. This hit the news, I think, day before yesterday, that Daily Harvest. Do you know that uh, prescription food company that uh, uh, prescription? Sorry. Yeah, subscription. (laughs) (laughs) You have to have a prescription to get this. doctor ordered it. Based on what he thinks you should eat. Kind of like the government. Like all their food comes in like a little cup and you just kind of heat it up. It's like soups and, you know, you know. Smoothies. uh, Yes, I've heard of it. I think that people um, actually use that as an ad on their podcast. We might be, we might be approached by them soon. Oh, well, or not I, based I, on this story. I doubt it. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Daily Harvest has been hit uh, by lawsuits from multiple people who say that they had their gallbladders removed after consuming oh, its product. Shit. So that's Daily, a high fat thing, right? Y- yeah, right. Uh, so, a direct to consumer brand that relied on a network of online influencers to promote its product, Daily Harvest announced earlier this month the voluntary recall of its French lentil and leak crumbles after people who consumed it reported becoming ill. Several influencers told CNN Business last week that they spent time in the hospital with mysterious symptoms that puzzled doctors, including intense gastrointestinal pain and extremely elevated liver enzymes. Last week, the company posted an update on its website saying that it had received approximately 470 reports of the illness or adverse reactions and that approximately 28,000 units of the recalled product were distributed to customers in the United States from April to June. Wow, that's wow. a serious thing. Yeah. So my, my, I'm, my. I don't know. That? I don't know about you. I've had Daily Harvest before. I thought it was good. I thought it was healthy. I don't know. It sounds but... like it's just those couple of products, and those it's... are like a lentil and a bean or something. It doesn't even, hmm. Yeah, right? It's not even, like, I don't think lentil high fat, and I don't think lentil lentil gallbladder, which is usually why you get your gallbladder out. They have, you know, it's kind of funny, too. I was talking to my mother about this, and she said after holidays, there's always a really, really high rate of people getting their gallbladders removed because of Thanksgiving, like, people (laughs) overeating on Thanksgiving and Christmas. I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. So, Surprised huh. I still have a gallbladder. At that point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't know shit. how that thing is still in there. I know. <laughs> Just go uh, ahead and take it. I know, right? That's your <laughs> mutant power. Be, it seems right, but it seems to be unnecessary. Anyone who loses theirs still survives. So. They still, they still survive. Um, they can't, they can't really process uh, fatty foods, but. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, wow, um, that's that's uh, interesting. Well, when we get approached by Daily Harvest, we might have to say no. And we, well, we might have to say we we won't promote any lentil-based products. Sorry, Daily Harvest. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Sorry. sorry, Daily Harvest. Sorry, every all of our listeners around the world, even even our listeners in um, Afghanistan, which I oh. believe, yeah, I believe we have 
yeah, Afghanistan. Did they just now. jump on? I hadn't I, heard that we yeah. had. Welcome, Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah, welcome. So, welcome. You Sorry know. we destroyed your country. Yeah, <laughs> our, our bad. Our <laughs> bad. Yeah. It's happening over here now, too. So yeah. They're We're destroying getting, this one. Sweet, Karma's sweet com- revenge. Karma's coming back to hit us right now. Um, <laughs> Ugh. All right. Anyways. So, um, do we want to go ahead and talk about monkeypox? Yes, I um I wanted to talk about monkeypox and you know another one of our fix the fucked up information section uh, because <laughs> we talked about monkeypox and we gave it such little attention that I thought it needed a little bit more than that. So um, Brian, you said there were twenty five cases. Yeah, and- there's a lot more now. Yeah, there's total of five. This is information, okay, I want to let you know that on July, no, June 29th, I took this information off of the CDC website. So all this comes from there. Um, There were 5,323 cases now in 52 countries. There could be more because that was three days ago. And uh, it's similar to smallpox, like it's in the smallpox family, it was, has similar but milder symptoms, and it is rarely fatal. It is not at all related to chickenpox. Um, symptoms will include things just like the flu. Everything you get from the flu is the same. You know, the, the nausea, the sweating, the, the cold symptoms, all that, pains. Um, and you get these blister-like pimples, and um, they can be anywhere. I was reading they in your mouth or there or there or in your hands. They can be anywhere. Right. And it will last two to four weeks, and it is spread person to person through. Now, these, I, I was really interested in some of these things that they had on their website. <laughs> Direct contact with a scab, infectious rash, or bodily fluids. Respiratory secretion um, from kissing and sex and touching items that have touched a rash. You can get it through the placenta, and you can possibly get it by infected animals if you get bit or scratched by them. Oh, it's So there's a lot of weird stuff here. And it says um, people who do not have monkeypox symptoms cannot spread the virus. So if you have the virus without symptoms, you're not what we as kids would call catchy. You're not catchy. And I will say that um, even though there are thousands of cases globally there's a total of 459 according to the cdc right now in north america okay i have i have it broken down with some more numbers that i'm going to get to so um there's still they don't know if it's spread through semen or vaginal fluid so they don't know if it's sexually transmitted they think it's a respiratory more than that uh okay so this i wrote down because i thought it was great they said to avoid risk during sex have no contact do phone sex these are I, <laughs> these are written down these are written down from the cdc website i'm not oh, kidding God. <laughs> masturbate masturbate together six feet apart keep wow. your clothes on and be sure to wash your hands and sex to- sex toys and that then limit odd. the number of <laughs> right limit <laughs> the number of partners and and then this was the funniest thing avoid close Enclosed spaces like backroom saunas or sex clubs. Oh, well, oh. there goes my Saturday night. Fuck, yeah. Oh, there goes sorry, you guys night. are going to have to stay home. Oh, right. And let me get you some numbers. And this, we just, I even... we just reopened the bathhouses, damn it. <laughs> oh, God. 
Well, you're gonna have to stay out of it for a while, Brian. So I'll, I will say, and you might get to this too. There are two vaccines licensed by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, and uh, uh, they are available for preventing monkeypox. And one of them I cannot pronounce, and the other one I also cannot pronounce. And you, yeah, I, I did read that. I didn't write that down. Uh, but here are some numbers from us, and I wrote down exactly when it was updated on six thirty twenty-two at two p.m. And it's from the 2022 U.S. map and case count, okay? Cases in 31 states, we have 393 total cases. That was as of that day. The highest is in California with 89, and, and it's trailing to 74 to New York. New York has 74. That's the next highest. Florida well, you, has... You know why? That's because that's where their homosexuals are. <laughs> <laughs> well, Florida's pretty high, too. We have 41 plus one. They're calling it a plus one because the person's from Florida, but they got tested in the UK. And then Missouri has two. Um, and there are many states that have zero. So those are the numbers I got from the CDC website. It's because those states are godless. you are so funny oh my god so anyways um none of us should be worried about monkeypox because it sounds like you know i you know it sounds like they've got it under control there are vaccines for it is it is rarely fatal and yeah so that's what we know about monkeypox it's only for you fucking liberals (laughs) <laughs> there's oh, only and also i could find nothing anywhere to speak of that it was just for homosexuals because somebody had mentioned that and that's nowhere to be found did it say anything like in that? the bible they say it in the bible <laughs> <laughs> listeners we're being uh we're we're being uh i think brian's been kidnapped and somebody else has taken over <laughs> oh well, Anyways. you know, the only thing that really jumps out at me from your explanation that is of some concern. So when it, uh, you said that it passes through the placental mem- membrane, which is a little concerning because that's very rare that any kind of illness passes through the placenta. So I'm, I'm curious what that affects and whether how that affects pregnant women that have it or what they do. Yeah, I can't tell you very much more than that. I, um, uh, you know, you know me, I get my information off the internet. No, uh, that was CDC. I'm pretty sure I got that. So check on it. And see. Yeah, I will. I um, and I do, we do have another listener who, who sometimes, um, like corrects us. will call me or will text me and be like, Hey, this is, you guys said this and it should have been that. And we laugh about it. I was like, remember, you don't come here for factual information. You don't. We should have a disclaimer at the beginning. Fun. Yes. That should be our intro, some sort of disclaimer. <laughs> Anyways, so Brian, are you back or is that weird guy still there? What? Who? <laughs> I don't oh, know you what know you're what? talking about. I have to tell you right now, I have a little concern because Gary's inside in the house right now teaching Gary, um, Julian to watch Dukes of Hazard. Oh, my oh. God. Problematic. He's yeah. like, very, it's, a very car, it's a show about car chases and police chases. I was like, it's racist. Flags. I said, as soon as yeah. it came on, I was like, look at that flag on the top of that car. Yeah. He's like, he won't understand that stuff. I was like, Thanks. you need to explain to him that it's yeah, it's bad. 
problematic also, though nostalgic at the same time you know because I, I think back on when i was a kid and used to i loved dukes of hazard because i, I loved too. bo duke ah, but you know at the same never time, fly today i yeah i never well i didn't think about we didn't talk about stuff like that you know it wasn't the, talked about back yeah. then and the guy in the big white suit boss hog boss hog <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, they're in there bonding over, they were playing crash cars, and, and he's got these remote control cars, and Gary probably got tired of it, was like, hey, let's watch the Dukes of Hazard." I guess if, prob- you, if you frame it right, no no harm done, you know? I, I guess mean, so. Hopefully he'll hate it. It's a part of Americana. It is. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. it is. I just don't want him to get hooked on this, and this be a thing with him and Gary watching it every week, and, and then, then he- him going to school and acting like one of those crazy people and saying crazy stuff. Starts getting in and out of the car through the window. <laughs> oh, you've met Julian. Yeah. That. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, shit. That's All right. So let's take a quick break because we're going to talk about a couple musical items and then anything else that you guys have uh, on your list, uh, we can go ahead and, and discuss as well. All right. Take cool. a break. All right, break. All right, and we're back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Shopping for Tea, and I do have some... Where you don't come for certain information... You don't come come for fun facts and unfacts. Fun facts and unfacts. That's what I want to call them. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good way to put it. Actually, that's our new podcast slogan: fun facts and unfacts. I don't don't know if I mentioned this last week to you guys, but I think I mentioned it like in a text. But I don't know if we actually talked about it on the show. Both, you know, my life kind of runs together. It's hard to even (laughs) discern one day from the next these days. But um. Kate Bush, a singer that was very popular in the 80s, has actually broken three world records with a song that came out in 1985, thanks to the show, this, uh, The Stranger Things. That's how old I am. Stranger, <laughs> <laughs> Stranger Things on Netflix, which is in their fourth season. So it, it says uh, the singer has broken three world records, according to the Guinness Book of World Records. Thanks to her 1985 song, Running Up That Hill, being featured in the latest season of Stranger Things. Bush now holds the record for the longest time for a track to reach number one on the UK's official singles chart. The oldest female to achieve to reach number one on the UK single chart and the longest gap between number one spots on the UK's official single chart. Well, that's the pre- rude. The pre- <laughs> The previous, the previous record holder for oldest uh, female to reach number one was Cher, who was 52. Wow. Was 52. She just beat Cher at something. That's I remarkable. I know. Who was 52 wow. when her hit Believe took the top spot in, in 1998. So Kate Bush is having quite a resurgence, and she did nothing to contribute to make to it happen <laughs> now you did that was a text thread and i don't think i got the chance i didn't take the time to listen to the song i don't know who kate bush is or any of that so uh, but that's a cool story like that that can happen for someone 
so I'm not familiar with Kate Bush either, but she is definitely a predecessor to Tori Amos. Vocally, she does remind me of Tori Amos quite a bit. And oh, okay. the, the, the whole time I was growing up and I would tell people, oh, I'm really into this artist, Tori Amos, they'd be like, oh, she sounds like Kate Bush. And I'd be, I, I never knew who Kate Bush actually was huh. until until Stranger Things, really. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Um, I tried Stranger Things. Winona Ryder made me crazy. So I was out. Uh, yeah. Uh, but that's a great story because now is she making she must be making money off of this somehow how oh, do we, how does she make that monetary like well, she, good for you she as, as long as she owns the rights and i don't know if she does but she did write the song so as long as she owns the rights, she's definitely getting a kickback from that her for royalties. sure good for her for sure that's a good story i like a good story so do you guys have anything else that has uh come to mind that you would like to talk about before we get into this week's artist which is halsey I did not have anything else. I'm ready to go with Halsey. All right. Do it. Do it? Okay. So um, let's go first impressions. What do you guys think of Halsey? Go ahead, Kevin, and then I'll follow you. Uh, I felt like I liked her style. I don't know that I've ever heard anything, but I, I felt like I liked her style of music, but it wasn't the kind that I was like, I... I, I need to sit here and listen to more. I was good listening to pieces of songs. Okay. And um, I found, okay, I found a couple things. I liked some of it enough to want to listen to more of it, but then when I heard more of it, it wasn't the same. Uh, so so some of it was great. Some of it was not my style. I, I found her in many pictures. She looked like Liv Tyler. I don't know if you guys agree with me. She totally does. Oh, oh I, when I looked, I was like, oh, my God, she looks like Liv Tyler. And my favorite thing about her was that she gave a little pro-life speech at an Arizona concert lately, like yes. recently. And, yep. you know, it was like this whole thing. And fans actually walked out. And I'm glad she doesn't give a shit about her fans walking out. Well, she is, the, uh, she is actually the recipient of an abortion that she had to have. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and if she did not have that abortion, she would have died. It would have gone septic or something like that. And she had to have the whole thing removed. So she is one of those examples of, you know, why it's important that abortion remains legal throughout this country. Mm -hmm. so, exactly. Exactly. So, um, she's so, had a, uh, I was going to just say, and I'll jump in as you bring stuff along, but she's, yeah. it's been a rough go for her. She deserves this success. Yeah, she deserves the success. She's definitely had a rough go. She was de she was diagnosed bipolar at the age of 17. And uh, let's just start at the very beginning. She was actually born Ashley Nicolette, uh, I'm going to say Frangipan. Born <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at that and I was like, I wonder what we would have called her in, in elementary school. We would call her like Fancy Pants or something. Like It's either Frangipan or Fran Frangipani or something like that. Frangi but... Yeah, it's... It's Halsey. It's Halsey now. <laughs> uh, and she was born in 1994. <laughs> oh my so God. that doesn't make you feel old. Uh. Oh, God. She was actually bullied at school. She attempted suicide at the age of 17. And that led to her being diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Halsey's debut album, Badlands, was released August 28, 2015. And she describes the album Badlands as a concept album. Later in her career, she would actually describe it as kind of a Nine Inch Nails ripoff album. Like she was trying to achieve that sound without having to pay that 
producer, <laughs> actually, to, ha- <laughs> to, to actually have that sound. <laughs> Later on, she actually would uh, work with Nine Inch Nails. So Halsey wrote all of the songs on the album, and she was only 19 years old when that came out. Uh, she released her second, well, she didn't release her second album in 2016. That didn't come out till 2017. But in 2016, she actually had one of the biggest hits of her career. And in my opinion, this put her on the map. So in 2016, she was featured on a, a single by a group called the Chainsmokers. And that single was called Closer. And she also co-wrote the song. The- um, I have a <clears throat> note about that the video. Me. I watched that video. And yeah. and I really like that. That was one of the things that she did. That was one of my favorite things that she did. It might have been like a Saturday Night Live with them or something, but it was some sort of video with them singing that song, and I really liked it. She's yeah. got some crazy ass videos. Some of her like crazy oh, yes. long and telling I... movies and shit. <laughs> <laughs> there was one I was watching. It's called "I'm Not a Woman, I'm a God." Oh, I love and, that. And uh, it was weird. It wasn't it was... as. It was weird. It's very odd, and it looks very expensive. <laughs> so. um, anyways, uh, go back to your story, Brian. Yep, sorry. sorry. So she also co-wrote that song, Closer, which topped the Billboard Hot 100 for a total of 12 consecutive weeks. It was at number one. And wow. it, it topped the charts of 12 other countries as well. It sold more than 15 million copies worldwide, uh, which also led to a lot of anticipation for her next album, which was called Hopeless Fountain Kingdom, and that came out in 2017, just just the year after Closer had come out. And that album was literally written to kind of demonstrate to her record label that she could write radio-friendly songs and have hits on the radio. So in uh, October 2014, Halsey released a song called Without Me, and that wasn't actually on an album at the time. It was just a single because she had just broken up with her boyfriend, who was a rapper at the time called G Easy. At the at the time, he's still called G. He's not dead. He's still alive. His <laughs> his, his name is G Easy. He's still alive. He's just a douchebag. So is he still <laughs> rapping? Yes, he's still. A, he's a, he's like one of those white rapper kind of guys that you know they think he actually had a song with Britney Spears. And oh, that's why you hate him. And performed it with her on the VMAs. And yeah, I don't like him at all. But that's whatever. why you hate him. He took time away from your time with Britney. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's Somehow. right. Uh, <laughs> so uh, she stated the song is very personal to her. And this went, this song actually went on to, be, to become Halsey's most successful single as her as a lead artist without Chainsmokers, without anybody else. And the song uh, was a number one hit single on the top 100 for two consecutive weeks and it was in the top five for 22 weeks total so that was a huge hit for her and i never heard of her i know right i'm not surprised the next album was actually called manic and was eventually released in 2020 and if you recall that's when covid hit and i actually christy my cousin christy and i got tickets to see the manic tour and the whole thing was canceled because of covid so i never actually got to see her I was going to get to see her live, but never did. Um, her next album was in 2021. And she well, she's released... not dead either, Brian, so there's still a <laughs> chance. There's, there's, still a, there's still a chance. Is she? <laughs> uh, not going to us. <laughs> actually, we haven't gotten to the end yet. She might be. So in 2021, <laughs> she released her fourth studio album called If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power. And it was produced by Nine Inch Nails. Oh, I love the name of that album. I know, right? Uh, it received. Can't we have both? 
a little bit of her personal life. From 2015 to 2016, she did date a producer named Lido, who produced her first album. She then dated rapper g Easy, and they broke up in 2018. And then she actually had a baby with, I can't pronounce his name, Alev? I, I want to say Alex so bad, but it's Alev, A-L-E-V, Aiden. And uh, she had a baby and posted that on July 14th, 2021. And she's already back on tour. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, as far as uh, other things, I think you already mentioned that uh, people did walk out of her recent concert. Yeah. And, and this was just last week because she did have a message about pro choice and activism in her show. And she actually responded to people walking out of her show because a, a portion of her audience did walk out. Uh, because they did not agree with her opinion. And she said, I don't know why you're at my show anyway. I've never been shy. Uh, this is my opinion. And I've always said so. so. Yeah, she's um, she's got some stuff. There's no question that she has made it clear that, that she has that opinion. So for those fans, they're idiots. Uh, yeah. For, you know, you have to decide. Anyways, I have taken some notes on some of the stuff that I found interesting. Um, did you know why she calls herself Halsey? I don't, I don't think so, no. She, at 17 years old, she had a 24-year-old boyfriend who lived on Halsey Street in Brooklyn. Oh, I did And know that. that's where she took his name. Uh, she took that name from that street. Uh, she's like a city kid. She was homeless or something at some point. She had a lot of rough stuff going on. She was a victim of sexual assault. Uh, she refers to herself as tri-bi, which is biracial, bisexual, and bipolar. And oh. some people didn't like when she said that. That was controversial. And I don't know why. I don't know why that would be um, controversial. But it was. Okay. Uh, she was a big Bernie Sanders fan. So I, I, mean, I did know you, that. If you knew that about her, you would know where she stands, essentially. Right. And that you would know, see, she did something for the Pulse nightclub, like the, the proceeds from some something from Hands, it was called. Do you know what that is? Is that a song or was that an album? I have no idea. Well, anyways, those proceeds went to the Pulse nightclub. So she's, uh, you know, she does the right thing in the right situations. She, okay, here's something. She just bought Liam Payne's $10.2 million home. Oh, my God. Do you know who and Liam Payne is? I looked it up because I didn't, but is he some boy band or something? Yeah, he was in one. Okay. So she bought his ten, his house for $10.2 million. It was in Architectural Digest. It's a beautiful home. It's presumed to be haunted. Makes it better. Yeah, absolutely. And she's worth $20 million. Yeah, so that's some stuff I found out. Her influences were Alanis Morissette, The Cure, Nirvana, and The Cranberries. And so just an Cranberries. Hands, <laughs> I know. Well, she, she just recently passed away, you know, the lead singer of The Cranberries. Mm -hmm. Oh, Dolores. O'Riordan. Yeah. O'Riordan. I didn't know mm -hmm. how to say her last name. And so just so you know, Hands was a charity single that was recorded by various artists. Um, okay. And, and it, right. did, it did benefit. Uh, the Orlando Pulse nightclub shooting. Yeah, she was interesting. I'm not a big fan of her music, but good for her for making it because she worked hard and had a rough had a rough go of it. Good for her. So, whose turn is it? It's Kevin's turn. Oh, shit, really? It's 
It's time for my anxiety. Don't we oh, have okay. a don't we have a listener suggestion? Oh, do you want to do that one this time? Yeah. And then you yeah, do let's next do that. Week? Yeah. Okay, sure. you were prepared, Kevin. <laughs> I was oh. not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. Okay, that's all right. That's all right. We'll Seems uh, like we'll... just yesterday was village people. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> well, it was because I think we just we've been dropping late. We've been recording and we're crazy. Yeah. We're on a crazy schedule. Mm-hmm. So we're it's crazy just crazy. it's crazy everybody's crazy. crazy uh so okay listener request and i think you boys will like this one um and it was a surprise to me from this listener i didn't expect this one from her but she's asked us to do duran duran oh fun oh yeah I that's love great duran duran. okay so that's our next venture i have not there. listened to them in years oh well you'll like their their latest few albums were pretty good they have one called astronaut that i really liked it was great oh okay see i didn't even know they did new music so uh, this will be great all right well it's uh fourth of july weekend are you guys celebrating this great country's birthday well we are definitely doing a cookout but i'm doing no carbs right now so i will i will be doing meat on the grill and i'll be hungry like the wolf (laughs) (laughs) that was good i'm impressed i'm impressed how do you like that listeners oh wow so So, yeah we're doing a little party tomorrow little pool party i i I never want to miss an opportunity for a pool party anytime i can have people in my pool i'm happy yeah we're doing a little thing here tomorrow as well yeah good let's not forget to drop our tags and where people can actually find us Oh, for sure. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Shopping for Tea Podcast. It's one word. And right. Brian. And you can find us on Twitter at Shopping the Number Four T Pod. And you can find us on Gmail at Shopping for Tea. Awesome. So Yay. listen, look at, look us up, listen to us, drop us information, drop a listener request. We're yep. always open to them. We can disseminate the factual information that you all come here for. Um, I already forget what our new um, tagline was going to be. Anyways, what was it? Don't forget to spay and neuter your pets. (laughs) No, that wasn't it, but yes. (laughs) All right. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.